And now, the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brandon Staten and Tyler Hansbrough. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sleephawk Worldwide Podcast. This is Sleep Dog with the Big Hulk. What's up, everybody? It's the Big Hulk up in the nest. Man, it is a, it's a cool day. It's a cloudy day, but it's an absolutely great day to have a great podcast. And I'm super excited to be with Pablo and Sleep Dog in the nest. Guys, we are scratching and clawing for content here. There is jack shit going on. We got NBA Summer League, which I'm all in on, but I understand if you guys aren't. We got the Live versus PGA versus the United States of America versus the Supreme Court. Like That shit is going to get real dicey real quick, so that actually probably get a little interesting. We got Zach Wilson up in New York, Jets quarterback, just making waves. He's all up in the tabloids. We got the British Open this weekend. Tiger Woods going to limp his ass through that shit again. We got Gigi Jackson. Is he coming to Carolina or is he coming to South Carolina? Or is he going to the G League? Or is he just... You know, who knows? So we're going to figure that out. Uh, I'm going to talk about Jonathan Kaminga just blowing up the last two games of Summer League. Like I said, uh, we might get into Brittany Griner. We might get into Elon Musk buying Twitter and then not buying Twitter and then getting sued by Twitter and just creating a ruckus to their stock price. And uh, then we'll get a cookie review in. Uh, we got a very special cookie uh, to to uh, tickle the taste buds with here later on. And oh boy, yeah. So just uh, buckle up, long for the ride. Let's start live PGA. I think that's probably the only only thing you know, um, fucking dramatic going on right now. But basically, if you haven't heard, the live tour is like trying to sue the PGA for an, non uh, non compete. Uh, seems like they got a pretty damn good case. Uh, hello, that didn't seem obvious to anyone except everyone. And um, you know, you got Tiger said that everybody that left over there is turning it back on. You got Bryson losing sponsors left and right. You got can't watch it on TV. Um, got the British Open coming. This is a nightmare for the PGA. Nightmare for it. And um, you know, I'm curious your thoughts, Big Hog. I think we've talked some about, you know, would you go, would you not? Um, but what do you think? Make make some sense of us of this for Sleephawk Nation, dude. Would I go to live? I've said here one thousand percent. And, you know, I think it's about it's a money decision. Um, that's you know, as a business, you look at, you know, a lot of things. And people say, oh, you know, it's dirty money. Oh, bullshit. You telling me uh, when it hits a bank, you're just going to sit here. Okay, where did this money come from? Let's dissect it. Everyone's filling up their gas tanks with some oil that probably wasn't coming from a good place right now. So except for unless you have a plug-in. Sleep and, Dog is not filling up his tank. No. I don't have a tank. No tankless, but the big Hawk, he's filling that thing up, <laughs> and he's filling it up with premium. Um <laughs> And I'm not happy about it, but hey, I'm doing it. Um, yeah, so the PGA is getting investigated from the Department of Justice, uh, DOJ. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, something uh, like that. And uh, basically, they have a great, you know, great claim. I think that uh, the live players should be able to compete in the PGA Tour. They are considered a independent contractor. So when they sign their contract, there is no non-compete clause. Basically, a non-compete clause just says if you work for a company, you cannot quit and go work for another company that is competitive with that company in the same realm. And they didn't put that in their contract with the Fucking PGA Big players. Hawk Esquire. And so, you know, to me, it kind of looks like a pretty basic lawsuit if it does, if it does, uh, 
you know, involve and does go to court and it looks like it will and they have some claim. And I think the PGA is going to have to let the live players, you know, play in the PGA events as well. And to me, that is a win-win. And why, so why would the, the tour not allow this? So why, what, when, what, I mean, when is the PGA tour become the, um, the humanitarian, um, model for the world? I think if you're the PGA tour in a vacuum, what it is, is it's a competitive interest, right? Like essentially the PGA. So imagine that it's not PGA tour and it's live. Imagine it's your iPhone and your Samsung phone, right? And it's like, Hey, we built this product. We didn't, we didn't invent golf, but we invented televising golf. We invented golf tournaments. We invented payouts. We invented this. And then this other tour comes in and it's, it's convenient to blame it on this, you know, the money. Um, and essentially what the PGA is going to argue is that they took our product and, and just, you know, recreated it. I would imagine I haven't delved too deeply into this. Um, and essentially, you know, contractually, I'm imagining that their quote unquote product is comprised of quote unquote players. Those players are contractors. So I get that. And there's probably some clause in these agreements that says, Hey, uh, you got to do what we tell you to, to some extent. That's what I would imagine they're going to argue. I'm with you. They're like, if you guys are 1099s, like you can't do a whole lot about that. Um, I don't agree with the argument necessarily. I guess I do understand that that's their recourse and that's what they're going to try to pursue. Um, you know, and, and so I guess in that, in that point, it's like, if the live and PGA become this symbiotic sort of larger tour, um, or at least in the eyes of the, the fan base, um, the PGA immediately splits market share, right. Of their product and then risks losing continually more market share if someone else is paying better. Uh, it's a free country and like, you, you know, uh, should be a free world and, and you should be able to earn whatever you want and go do whatever you want to do as long as you're not doing anything criminal. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's dicey, man. Like I see some various sides of it. The PGA is not like a likable adversary. It's not like this is the United States of America versus Saudi Arabia. This is like a bunch of rich people versus a bunch of other rich people and the common person isn't going to have a whole lot of room for their their bitching and so i don't think the pga tour gives a shit about being um you know being um i don't i don't think they give a shit that uh, i think the whole thing that them saying that this is dirty money it's coming from saudi look what they've done in the past yeah they don't care about i that think shit. that's an excuse yeah it is and i think what they're using as an excuse because they can't compete with them uh financially and so it's a way to put pressure on the players going to the live um the live golf turn tournament whatever you call um to get them not to go. And to me, I think PGA Tour handled it totally wrong. Mm -hmm. Instead of embracing their players having more opportunities, because some of these guys, these Pat Perez's, Peter Uline's, don't, I mean, nobody watches these guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, Pat Perez, I mean, he's they're been, great social media people. Yeah, they're like good they're, social media yeah. people. They've been playing golf. So now they want to go and play in this, you know, 54 tournament, whole tournament every other week or whenever it happens and make more money than they've ever made in their life. And now the PGA tour is just, they're just enraged about this. No, you can't take that Saudi money. Look how dirty it is. And to me, I think it's just an excuse. And I think they've handled it wrong. 
And instead of, you know, in a way, um, letting these guys go and explore, it's, nope, you go that way, you're never coming back. And I don't think that's an appropriate way to ever handle a situation. Uh, I, I think it's, you know, closed off dialogue and discussions that, uh, you know, kind of in a way it's limited the players. You don't own golf is my thing is you like, you don't own golf. If there's another tour that can compete with you, they have the right to do that. I mean, this is called Capulet. I mean, you know, you, Mm -hmm. you you have a right to compete, um, you know, in that sector. Well, the hardline approach was the wrong approach in my opinion. Yeah. Like you can't come back ever. Like get out of here. You can't ban these guys forever. The thing about your marginal players going over there that creates a little bit of diciness is it's not the it's not pat perez right but it's a quantity of average to above average players in totality as well as some of your higher profile players that are now going over there in a large chunk of what what support like the reason why Tiger and Dustin and and Spieth and you know just you name them Thomas and all these guys are good is because they beat a lot of good golfers along the way. So like if if a contingency of those and there's a reason why if 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 Roy McIlroy went over and played on the European Tour and kicked everybody's ass like no one would really care because they sort of like the the sum of the product isn't as good. So when you start to lose some of the sort of structural integrity of your your um your tour pros, uh, I think that's that's kind of you know where where it gets a little challenging. The other thing though is like, um, and famously Jordan had to build this into his contract, his first contract. Like the Bulls were saying, like, listen, dude, you are not fucking playing basketball out in damn anywhere. We can't get our hands on you because you are too precious to us. It's for love of the for game, love of the clause. game clause, right? Yep. So I, you know, there's got to be like if I play for the Milwaukee Brewers. I can't go. I can't go play for the Atlanta Braves too, you know. So I, I I do think that unfortunately, I mean, like, well, in that contract situation, I think what it is is that contract is approved through the NBA and the NBA PA. Oh, yeah, and okay, so it fair, would be fair. like contractually, you wouldn't be able to do that. Um, Could you go play for another league though? Either you know, no, you so. couldn't because that would be in the contract. Yeah. Um, so they they the PGA Tour did not put that in their contract is my my claim. And okay. so it's on them and they should have foreseen this. And I you know I'll make this I'll make this equation. Okay, Patrick Beverly played in Russia, okay? Uh-huh. You know, I wouldn't say they're of the highest of moral uh-huh. uh when it comes to being Look a, at Brittany Griner. I mean that yeah, she, that's why it, she's over and, there. And you know now nobody nobody patronizes him for going over there mm-hmm. and there's a lot of players that go over to these other countries that haven't been great Iraq all these mm-hmm. other places to play basketball and they're not going it over there to say no I support this country I I align with their views nobody does that and to, and to think that somebody you know in business world your views and what you you know I mean you can draw a hard line there but to think that your views have to align with their views and you can't yeah. do business with somebody you know I mean there's a difference between doing business with just an absolute mm-hmm. uh, tyrant but you know I I don't think that you know people realize in other sports you know in soccer they mm-hmm. had that uh, oh god yeah you know they have a lot of dirty money Down in that in place. south america and, and stuff like that dude yeah nobody talks about that but you see it in basketball a lot of these guys go over to you know where their opportunity is and where the money is okay and then they go and play a year 
And, you know, maybe they come back and have a chance in the NBA. Patrick Beverly did it mm-hmm. with Russia. Okay. And you see these other guys going to some of these Middle Eastern countries. And it's it's not uh, – to me, I don't think that that is a bad thing. Yeah, I think the, like society's just got to get over this whole moral high road about, you know, Saudi Arabia. I mean, like to your point, dude. <laughs> everything that's around us has, you know, 90% of it comes from somewhere nefarious. Right. Um, so I get that. I, I, I do understand the argument. Um, I definitely understand, uh, why people are pissed about that. I'm not in any way fucking supporting, you know, how they run their shit over there. Um, and, and it kind of goes into to that point, too, is like, granted, these players have a choice at the top, right? Dustin Johnson's and all these guys. Even I mean, no one is going to sympathize with, do you want to make you know $20 million and then $50 million in endorsements, or do you want to go over there and make you know $100 million, right? But they have that right. And where it's more impactful is, and you see this like case in point in this Brittany Griner thing, like the whole reason she was in fucking Russia to begin with is because they don't make shit in the WNBA. So they have to play somewhere else in the off season, right? So it's a different example. And look, dude, I'm not saying like at the end of the day, I didn't make the world this way. The NBA just does, or the WNBA just doesn't draw that much of a crowd. So there's just not a ton of money in it. So it's not quote-unquote unfair, I don't think, in some ways. Uh, it's just the nature of the beast. But where these guys are, especially like your Pat Perez or some of these other guys, they have a chance to make exponentially more. And whether you make $30,000 and exponentially more to you is 60, or whether you make $30 million and exponentially more to you is 60, who's, who's to say like where you draw that line? So, um, you know, I... I, I do think it's kind of a bullshit claim. Everybody's just sort of pointing fingers at these guys that are leaving for a, for a better opportunity. And it's like, hey, quit blaming the people that are leaving for what is clearly a better opportunity and figure out a fucking solution to keep them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start paying them more, you should come up with a better product. That's competition. Like, they'll stay. I oh, promise. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, I'll be watching this weekend, though. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, dude, don't get me wrong. I mean, Tiger's there. I'm, I'm there. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, it just is what it is. And there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of like, I don't know. I don't understand what some of the. Do you think Tiger has a chance this weekend? Zero chance. Zero. Less than zero. About you, Pablo. Yeah. There he is. Uh, I think he'll do great the first two rounds. And then after that, he will decline quickly. He won't make the cut. He won't make the cut? Nah. Yeah, I don't think he makes the cut, man. I, dude, I hope he fucking wins. I mean, I, I love Tiger, so don't get me wrong. But, dude, he's like, did you see the picture of his leg? No, like, dude, is some dude was on his golf course and it's just like a shark bit his leg. He's like his calf's like half there. I'm gonna have to look at. Um, it. Oh I mean, dude, the guy's a, a an icon, and uh, you know, it's you know, again, you want to talk about selective memory? Like everybody, <laughs> Tiger went through. You know, Tiger came out and talking shit about those guys. Said he turned their back on a PJ tour. We were talking about this before we went on. Like, I mean, dude, Tiger, in a sense, is indebted to the PGA because they stood by his ass when Jesus, you know, yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. Man, guys, go Google Tiger Woods. Looks like Jaws got him. Good God. It looks like them. uh, What was that movie where Leonardo DiCaprio was hiding in the horse carcass? Inviction or whatever. What was that one called? Where he's out in a freezing ass cold. The bear got him. Oh. um, Inception. No, that's the wrong one. No. What was it called, man? Dude, that was a. Dude, that shit was gnarly when that bear got after him, dude. That's what it looks like happened to his leg. I, I know the name of the movie. It's the revenant. The revenant. Yeah, yeah. that's what happened. This is the tiger's old revenant leg. Um, 
But, dude, I'm telling you, guy's a monster for even being out there. So, you know, we talk shit and tends to embellish uh, some of his his injuries and that kind of shit. But, I mean, the reality is, uh, I mean, he's still pretty fucking good, even though his – I mean, he'll beat my ass at golf. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, Balls no, just, just fell in like, my lap. Dang it. Pablo's fucking with a mic. It looks like I got a damn fishing rod out here with a bobber on the end of it. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, I, dude, I hope Tiger wins. Um, I love Tiger. It's that dude golf. So, so here's look at the field right now. I hope Tiger's son's fucking good because after Tiger, ain't nobody that draws my attention. There's some great golfers out there, but dude, I am not an avid fan if Tiger's not playing. So, we need Charlie, buddy, if you're listening, keep fucking practicing, dude, because we need somebody else. It was like when Jordan quit. I mean, Kobe was great. I don't care what anybody says, Kobe's great in hindsight. But like when Jordan quit, everybody was like, dude, this is this shit's and granted, Kobe was late nineties coming into the league, so he hadn't had a chance to become Kobe yet. LeBron was two thousand three. And it really wasn't until LeBron that I think someone realized, damn, dude, we got another one. Right. And now LeBron's getting old. Kobe's gone. LeBron's old. Like there's a lot of, you know, and you kind of always wonder when he's great, great player. Like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's fucking good. But Pat Mahomes is pretty fucking good. Josh Allen is good. Justin Herbert's good. Joe Burrow's good. There's personalities, this sort of stuff. But like Tiger's one of those, man. Like, buddy, I don't know if there's another one of him coming around anytime soon. Um, when you talk about just making a sport for himself, I think golf has really grown. You know, it's I, grown. I mean, there's plenty of people that love it. I'm just saying, you're an average fan, and I'd say I'm above average fan. I know a lot more about what's going on in golf than the average Joe. But I ain't watching. Dude, I'm just not going to sit there and watch Dustin Johnson um, like I watch Tiger. Now, I'm not saying I won't watch it. I'm not saying it sucks. Like, I'm not saying I won't watch this weekend. But, dude, when Tiger's in contention, it's a different story, dude. You mm-hmm. got people's moms and grandmas and shit watching. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of why I haven't been anti-Tiger. It's just like, ah, oh, man, I got to listen to these guys again whenever he gets going. <laughs> Fucking love um, that guy, man. He's so good, dude. <laughs> dude, he is. I mean... He's good, but I don't know, man. I just there comes a point where everybody's on the bandwagon, and I'm just like, man, you know what? How do you feel Let's about go Phil? How do you, how do you feel? He beats the shit out of Phil sideways. How do you <laughs> feel about the gap between Tiger and the next best? So everybody talks about Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholas. Uh, I always get them confused, man. When I was a kid, I used to really fuck that up bad. Jack Nicholas is Jack Nicholson. Um, Everybody talks about Nicholas and his all his majors and shit. And that to me is kind of like trying to compare like Jordan and Bill Russell, right? It's just it, there's plenty of people that'll argue Bill Russell and some of these old guys in basketball and then like, I don't know, fucking Jim Brown and then somebody else in football and Babe Ruth and baseball. I think the average person though is like looking at modern players as just superior. And so I don't know. Like, is so I guess Jordan, in my opinion, is the best closest comparison like the gap from jordan to whoever versus the gap from tiger to whoever i mean the fact that people argue that someone is even in the same breath as jordan versus anybody trying to argue that some other golfer is as good as tiger woods fuck off like there's just ain't happening dude i think the biggest thing too is you have the same mentality, Michael and Tiger, of, yeah, they're great players out there, some who might be as good, you know, skills-wise, but 
they don't have that same mentality. They're not the same killers that those guys are. Guys, every time t- Pablo talks, it sounds like we got him locked in a closet and we let him speak because <laughs> it's all hollow. And so we got to get you a mic there. But and by the way, he's sitting on 400. He's got 400 mics at home and he's got a bench that's got three or four of them, some bitches in there. And it sounds like he's down the them in the basement. I like it. I like it. Got I like 10 million, 10 fucking $40,000 worth of audio equipment. I love how he pops in. Yeah, like he's oh, I love it. Space we gotta get him a set. Of, um, we gotta get him a sack, though. <laughs> um, Gold sack, guys. If you're not, yeah, we don't have video, um, so that kind of sounds weird. But you know, one of these days, you'll you'll get it. Yeah, you guys will see it, and you're like, oh, oh. Um, yeah. So the you know the killer instinct in the golfer. Um, hey, can I say something before I forget? Yeah. So you guys heard of the SAG Awards? What does that stand for? I don't. I don't know. Or like, what does that involve? It's the it's the Screen Actors Guild. But okay. They also like give them insurance and stuff like that. It's basically their union, like the actors. Union. Oh, it's so like Liberty Mutual. It's just like the players' union, players' association. But those awards are pretty well like renowned, right? People know about yeah. those. Yeah. It's- would it be from their peers? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So other actors would vote vote on it, and then yeah. I just guys, we got to start giving out awards, and we'll call them the sack the sack awards. <laughs> I'm all I don't know what we're going to give I'm a fucking award to. For that. Uh-huh. But we'll give the award winner each year gets a golden sack. Guys, we got Tyler bought these. I mean, dude, I know you paid a pretty penny for these things. They're about as cheap as them sheet of paper. But uh, they took got, a while to get it. took about two weeks. <laughs> it no, custom made. Like, had to find the world's smallest man. And somebody made him. Bronzes. Somebody, what are these? <laughs> anyway, he's got these little. Uh, We'll call them um, trucker nuts, but they're super like you ever Mike, been? They're Mike nuts. <laughs> yeah, you ever been behind a big ass pickup that's got like <sighs> just insanely lifted, big ass tires, and just rednecked out? And then you have uh, some nuts on the back of them. We got them for our mics here. I thought it would be funny. Yeah, we got Mike nuts, but, and we're gonna give out sack awards sometime eventually. We'll forget about that by the time next week rolls around. But in the moment, I mean, we could we could give a, a sack award. Um, to someone we deem worthy. So who knows? I mean, we might we might have a nomination form st- spun up before you know it. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. What the fuck were we talking about before that? Like the killer instinct. Besides thing. you being in the basement. Yeah, okay, killer instinct. The best dude. golfers. Yeah. yeah the, sleep, you make a great point. There's a huge gap, and I don't think anybody can test with Tiger. Two people try to make the the claim with Jack. I just don't see it. Um, also, I mean, I'm not sure we have any footage of him that's not black and white. Um, <laughs> swinging, swinging them wooden-ass clubs that everybody, you can buy his clubs, you can buy Jack Nicholas's driver at the fucking thrift store so all, hey, for any, a dollar. Anyone that's listening, like, uh, John Daly's an interesting golfer to me, and I just, I'm not sure, golf is one of those unique sports where you know, you could come from the bar and just tee it up. And some people claim that the alcohol and, you know, helps them play. But I don't see, the, you know, alcohol translating in basketball, football, tennis, um, hockey. But in golf, for some weird reason, this guy, I read his book on his first major tournament, totally blacked out the back nine and won it. I think Barely. that's bullshit, but I, I I concur with the sentiment that you can't play any other. I'm not saying this dude hadn't, Maybe hadn't been blackout. Yeah, I guess bowling. That's a good one, dude. Maybe that dude that you <laughs> remember that dude uh, that that freaked out after he made that strike and fucking started screaming. Maybe he was just shit housed. Dude, I I swear that make a lot of sense if it was. There's some. There we'll have somebody. <laughs> 
Dude, I know it's crazy, but man, I play better with a few drinks in. Bullshit, man. This Dude, is like- I'll tell you God's honest truth story, man. And I got people that can back it up. We had this guy that we used to play with, man, and he was lights out. He was 140 pounds soaking wet back from my hometown, dude. We went out to die course at uh, Barefoot in South Carolina in Myrtle Beach and highly recruited golfer, from what I understand, out of high school. And I think I think played his freshman year at Wake Forest. Anyway, it didn't work out. But, dude, this guy's the best golfer I've ever seen. And I'm telling you, man, he's 5'6", five, 5'7", Barely there. Uh, I watched this dude one time. Um, front nine, he was struggling. I mean, just eight in the morning. My man is just putting back bud lights, and he's struggling, dude. Yeah. And uh, by the turn, he'd hammered like eight, ten bud lights. I'm telling you, dude, small. All right, this is like by this is by like nine thirty in the morning, buddy. Five straight birdies. Bang, bang, bang. And I'm not talking about, there's no chip-ins, there's none of this shit. It is boop down the middle, boop on the green, boop in a hole, next hole. Five times in a row. I mean, I've never seen five holes played better, more just fucking tee to green in my entire life. So, I mean, dude, I saw with my own eyes how good this dude was once Switch. he got his damn, yeah, it was unreal. So, uh, I, I, I see it, and it gives credence, but blacking out and, the, and winning the PJ Championship, I don't know. I think I think... I think Daly is, is a master at playing into it. He talks about how he drinks all these diet. Dude, that motherfucker's dead if he eats drinks the stuff he says. Dude, he looks it. He does not look healthy. <laughs> he does. And, <laughs> you know, he does smoke them up. And one of my favorite things in, um, oh. in golf was when he had that cart and he was rolling around. I don't see why Tiger just doesn't do that. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Well, he said himself. John Daly said himself. He said, if Tiger had a fucking golf cart, he'd be on a leaderboard. That's what he said in the last what, in the last tournament they played, Matt, uh, last major. So I, I don't why I mean shit I don't I mean Tiger, you know he is one of those guys. Now I'm not doing that. Yeah, Tiger would, thing. wouldn't even. Tiger got there thought. on a wooden leg. If yeah. Tiger had lost his leg, he would still be playing. Walk around like a pirate. He's a I think that might be the next step. He might just say, you know what, this some bitch hurts is going to take it off. And then what if he did that, dude? What if Tiger? What if his leg was bothering me? He just went in there and he was then like, Then he have an unfair advantage. Then he go it's in like there a blade, runner. blade runner. Just go in there and be like, listen, man, take it <laughs> off. Take it off and he wins fucking five straight majors and passes Jack Nicholson. I did that on purpose. I wonder if you could do that where you could program it in to where you swung your leg, had the same motion, kind of like a robot. Well, you've seen that one machine that hit the hole in one, right? Like they 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 uh Every single hits. time? Well, I don't know about every time, but it did. I, I would imagine, right? It does the exact same shit. You have to you have to worry about the wind and shit too. So there's not it's not possible to hit it every single time because unless the ball's juiced. Yeah, uh, I remember my hole in one. I do too, buddy. Too, I was there. I, I was there. It's an ace. Yeah, it's a one, not a hole in one. Yeah. That's a fucking real humdinger. You ever want to really freak somebody out? You tell them you've had an ace, but not a hole in one. I only be, I bet there is one person on the planet that can say that. And that is the big hoke. Yeah, guys, it was. Uh, I think I've talked about this. Oh, on we the covered podcast. it early because yeah, yeah. we didn't know nothing else to talk about. When they about capped the then. holes and uh, hide of COVID, Sleep Dog Hawk are out there playing golf with uh, our buddy Cam and uh, our Damn. other guy. We don't even know who the hell that guy was, but he was. Oh, he dude. was a. He was a. He was like Moonlight Graham out oh, there. That man, dude was 140. Dude, that, I mean, that dude. I mean, he looked like a bull after. I mean, he was excited, energy. He was super happy for me, and uh, I love that guy. I don't know who his name is, but I appreciate that. And Cam, 
Not one, so much. You know, one of our great friends just, boy. Air quotes. Didn't even, I mean, he didn't even smile. Not even close, dude. Guys, Big Hog Fuck just it. fucking flushed one. What was it? It was a par three, clearly. Yeah, hole number eight, uh, Finley. Hole number eight at Finley. It was a About 115? Yeah, something like that. Nah, it wasn't that close. It was like 135. Oh, I mean, yeah, 150. Wind was just blowing. You know, just Unbelievable face, conditions. You know? Had to club up to the nine yeah, iron. Playing from um, the tips. Dude, this ball, this is when they, when, and for those that don't know, when they cap the because sometimes a cap means they put the cap on. This is when they the, they pulled the cups out of the ground about an inch. So the top of the cup is sticking out. And the reason they did that is, you know, some more <laughs> – in hindsight, you look back at some of the shit we did during COVID and like, how do we make it as a fucking species, <laughs> right? But Dude, they, we ended COVID right there on the golf courses. Yeah, they pulled a cap – they pulled the cups up an inch out of the ground and uh, this is remember because it was the first fucking day we played after Cam called us and told us he shot a sixty five. And Cam is a really good golfer, so we're like, "Geez, dude, like sixty five. That's that's real good." But Cam can't putt, and he damn sure can't putt from four feet in. And so what we realized early is like, buddy, you can just hammer putts because all it's got to do is hit the cup because mm-hmm. the cup's out of the ground. It's like that pool game that had like the bumpers in the in the table. It used to piss me off or whatever. But anyway. Dude, we're out here and, and Cam just think, 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 just and and Big Hawk and Sleep Dog, we're ding, ding, ding. I mean, damn, we could have been on PJ Tour. All they got to oh, do yeah. is lift the cups out, right? So, anyway, Cam's telling us this guy, he's carded it in his damn handicap, you know, and all this shit. And then Tyler, it's his beautiful fucking fade, and it lands right on top of mm-hmm. that fucking cup that's come up out of the ground a little bit Boy. to the point where it didn't really ricochet. I mean, it didn't hit direct on top so that it bounced straight back up in the air but it landed right on top and it like just sort of careened off to the right and ultimately i mean it did not bounce it landed straight on top of the rim of this cup and it goes over into the sand trap and we are losing it mm-hmm. right because this is more than an ace this is like the ace of all aces man this is the mission impossible made possible right before our eyes Big and cam's just leaning on his iron like nothing happened and we're like kind of like missed i'll never forget we like missed the high five because we were so freaked out like the what other the guy ran over and high five oh, me man. jumped he yeah, was that's like all he had, that's all he had left in the tank too yeah so we go out there and tie and uh and and, and cam says dude's not holding one like like hell it's not you the know fuck you've been tanking them all over town carding 65s and you you just gonna just gonna look your boy in the eye and say that doesn't count uh so he makes makes tyler uh card a bogey because tyler big hawk one thing he ain't good of is out of sand doesn't like the beach that much and no uh, no no no, guys i did not play that i picked that ball put it right in my fucking pocket i don't give they could have arrested me out there i tell you so we run it up the flag i just one one or two levels under tiger himself to get the rule ruling on it and we confirm that it is a one not a hole in one so it's an ace but not a hole in one through the, the uh, in the hole USGA through so the USGA United Tyler States that. governing the governing body of golf we the actually United States Golf Association we actually contacted them and they said to be a hole in one the ball has to be in the hole so in one shot yes and any it's the in one part any any hole manipulation to the hole lift it up down covid you can't put it into your gen app uh, so Cam, the 65 technically didn't count either. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Um, I bet they'd have called that shit a hole in the one. Head pro, live. The head pro. I bet Liv would have oh, fucking live? Let, let you live. Liv, they would have yeah. gave me a billion. <laughs> yeah, and, dude, uh, a billy. And uh, the, I would tell you the head pro actually said, it's hole in one today, buddy. That's and, right. You know, I was just, it was a great, you know, it was an up and down Incredible experience. Um, yeah. Wow. And I'm pretty sure I was in there with a 88 front nine. Well, that's the thing about it. I thought about framing my scorecard. Yeah. And... Um, would have looked bad up there in the 90s with the hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was just excited to see something positive happen on the golf course because I damn sure couldn't create it. Anyway, that's the story of oh, Big Hawk's ace. Um, but, yeah, that shit was – that was a wild time. What a time to be alive. I do know somebody who hit it out of bounds and re-teed, and then they recorded a three. I, so I do, too. I, I do actually know someone did that. I actually, at an old course I used to play at home, um, there was this drivable par four over the water, and I was playing by myself, of course. This is how this shit always happens. So this is how you know I'm an honest, honest human being, honest man, just honest Dave over here. I just button-hooked one off the tee into the woods, like, all, like shanked it, like literally went right off of the, like, whatever. So I re-teed another one mm-hmm. and stuck it like so close i couldn't miss the putt and i parred and i at the point I, i've had one eagle in my life and it was since then but at the time i had never had an eagle and so to me that was like just as good as an eagle um but of course it was a fucking par because i just doinked one so my question can you count a hole in one on a par three course um absolutely not, not. well i take that I take a hard I, stance I, I, I disagree I mean, golf is golf is think, to be Bob, enjoyed oh, by Yes masses. or no? Considering how fucking hard it is to make a hole in one, I would say yes. Pablo said, "Considering I got a hole in one on a fucking par three, <laughs> hell yeah, you can." Um, nah, uh, yeah, I would. I wouldn't. I mean, it's not like I'd really brag about it to my friends, but yeah. I'd. I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> Cam never had a hole in one. Cam never had a hole in one. Cam's Cam's stance is is that good golfers. Don't get hole in ones. So, humor me, fellas. Just keep going. Why Google how many tie how many hole in ones fucking Tiger Woods has? This is gonna blow our minds. I gotta feel like how I, I will say twelve. Many. Oh, dude, I'm going way higher than that. Hole registered in ones during tournament play. Does Tiger Woods have? Yeah, I would say ten during tournament play. During tournament during PGA tournament play or any any like any tournament doesn't have to be. PGA. I'm gonna say twenty plus. Just hit enter. Plus. 20. Wow. Bam. He's got 20 hole in ones. 20 hole in ones. Wow. Woods has 20 holes in one. Although perhaps surprisingly, only three of those came on the PGA Tour. Wait. Even more strangely, those came in three successive years, way back in the 90s. The first of his aces came in the 1996 Greater Milwaukee Open in his debut appearance as a professional. Dude, come on. Um, so they are all like legitimate tournaments, it sounds like. And there is no greater hole-in-one in history than we hit it at Waste Management. I mean, how do you just... Wow, that shit was electric. Sometimes I just catch myself watching that video on YouTube. Pretending it's me. Do you guys daydream like that ever and just pretend? Like, oh yeah, when like I'm, you play basketball. You know, for, I mean, I, I fucking no. Actually, sometimes I was on the golf course. So I'm playing 
by myself. I'm like, all right, I act like I'm coming down 18th hole in Augusta. Take your hat off. Tied for the leaderboard. Uh, me and Phil, me and Tiger, whatever, just dueling it out. Do you really do that? Yeah, occasionally. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Because I mind. fucking do that shit all the yeah, time. All the time. I I used to pretend like I was like, I walk down the sidewalk. Really, it gets bad when I'm like walking somewhere and drinking coffee. Because then I'm in my brain. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude. Now batting. <laughs> like, fucking, I'm like, yeah, dude, World Series, dude. Three nothing. We're down three nothing. Bases loaded. I could never hit a fucking broadside. I could hit myself in the ass with both hands. But anyway, where are you going, Pablo? I was gonna say, I've, I've done that before, even with music, being like imagining that I composed this fucking awesome, you know, mm. Hans Zimmer thing to a film. Who? Hans Zimmer. Von, Von Zipper? Hans Zimmer. Humdinger. Uh yeah, everybody knows. <laughs> I act like I know who he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. everybody knows how Hans Hansimer. Um, sounds like a car. Uh yeah, dude, twenty holes in one. So, Crown Sleep Dog first in the history of uh, a sack award for getting that right. So, uh, let's see here. Okay, what else we got? The British Open this weekend. Who you got? Out of all this golf shit, British Open. Um, all right. So, can we pick three golfers? Well, sure. You think Justin Thomas, obviously. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> um, I'm going to go J.P. Postman, who just won the wow. John Deere Classic. Um, and then I'm going to go... Boy. Rom. Mm, John Rom. I like that. I like that move. He's been a little shaky this year, but that's what I'm rolling with. Um, Rory might be in contention. Some bitch can't putt, though. That's four. I only need one. No, I'm going three. I only need one. Tiger? Tiger. Golly. You said he wasn't going to make the cut. <laughs> hey, man, I just changed my mind, dude. It's a fucking free, free country. Dude, you know I'm going to pick Tiger, dude. I want I want Tiger to win. Phil. Is Phil allowed to play? Phil's playing. I got Rory. Wow. I think he's coming up. I think it's his time to bring it back and do it. I like that. I, I'll tell you who else I like. I mean, if we're taking three, and I don't need one. Because Tiger's gonna win, but uh, they, dude, I love um Cameron Smith, man. I just love that dude. Is so ugly, and he doesn't care, and he's fucking good. Yeah, man, he's good. Anyway, um, let's review these cookies, dude. All right, man, guys, today classic. I think if you've been in Subway, I think we've all had the cookies. Now <laughs> it's time to put them to the test. Uh, we got the three experts right here. I did get my two favorite cookies from. Subway, this is an old school classic. We have the regular chocolate chip. How could you not? Uh, that is the foundation of all reviews. And then we have the macadamia nut, um, which is, is we'll see which one we like better. Um, let's dip in. I'm going to open these things up. Oh, yeah, baby. Hey, have we all had Subway cookies before? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's the only, um, what you do is uh, you go get that, uh, that meatball sub from Subway, man. Taylor's oldest time, dude. All right, dude. Where are we starting with here? Uh, let's go let's, cho- chocolate chip. Ooh, first. we wanna go there first, huh? Yeah, we always gotta start with chocolate chip. All right, let's see here. They're a little thicker than I remember. This usually ain't mm. made like this. This this Subway is fun. Yours has more chocolate chip, so another one in there if you mm. want. This is the first thing I've had to eat today. I literally feel cookie crumbs in my dry throat from. I think whoever made these cookies grabbed a handful of chocolate chips that belonged to my cookie and, you know, tossed them in their mouth while they were making them. All right, one to ten. I'm going to go six and a half. And it's a solid, good rating. But I will say right here, 
these are better than the cookies that uh, Wegman makes and just kind of puts them in a, like a little bucket and puts them out in the aisle. Um, and then like Kroger, um, Harris Teeter, all these other places where they just make their own cookies. It's a, it's a step above that. It's uh, very convenient. But the one drawback to the Subway cookie is I know they make these things where they make the bread. And so you can taste that <laughs> kind of that smell of the store in the cookie. And I don't like the smell of Subway. You need to get in a refresh one. You got to get in one they've refreshed if you want to taste that. Because if you get in an old Subway and you start tasting that old Subway. I think the all Subway smell. Dude, I, 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 it comes on my clothes. For the record, my chocolate chip cookie's already gone. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the chocolate chip cookie. I'm gonna give it a six and a half. What do you got, Pablo? I'm gonna go five. Wow, not mm. as big a fan. It has kind of a for me a little weird aftertaste, a little bitter aftertaste, and uh, just has sort of a generic cookie flavor to me. But I was the opposite of what you guys didn't like the chocolate chip from last week, and I actually really liked it. So maybe we got a little yeah. backwards here. Sleep down. What that tells me, Pablo, is you ain't got no business reviewing cookies. We got, uh, dude, we got a eight two on our hands here, guys. I mean, eight two, eight two. You got the, you got the crisp around the outside. You got like it's done, but it's not, not you know, it's not too done in the middle. I mean, maybe I got a good one. I mean, and this is this grade has potential for improvement with a better distribution and fucking chocolate chips in it. But I'm telling you guys, like that's what you want in a cookie. It's like you want a chocolate chip cookie. That you can eat 14 of. And I could eat 14 of those. Um, I mean, dude, this shit's yeah, great. I, yeah, I could too. Probably pre-made, you know, but hey. No, they listen. got. The, I, I pulled up today. I was going to tell you I bought these last week, but no. I actually saw her <laughs> get it out of the oven today. I know. Yeah, but I'm saying they're probably pre-made in the oven. I mean, before they put them in there, and there's no, uh, oh yeah, no aftertaste. It doesn't taste like the store. I don't know what I don't know what's wrong. These guys got these guys both had COVID and lost their taste and shit. Um, probably still some some uh, spill over there. What is this macadamia? Maca macadamia macadamian. Nut. Mm. Yeah. All right. So the best way to describe the macadamia nut cookie would be you take a sugar cookie and then you put white chocolate and a macadamia nut in there. That would be a great way to describe it. <laughs> I'm going to go seven. A step above the chocolate chip for me. I really like it. I like the, I'm a white chocolate guy. Um, white chocolate. <laughs> Long came poly fans out there. It, this isn't big. a complex thing, guys. It's mm. just the way I described it. I mean, I, I don't think I can eat 14. I can eat maybe three or yeah. four of these. This one has that aftertaste. Tastes like the store. Where you got, uh, I got I'll, get, I'll give it to you straight. I'll go 5-1. Five, 5-1. One. Five, one. Wow. I'm going to go 6. A little higher than chocolate chip, but it's... Unreal, guys. You got wrong. Really, really sweet. It's very sugary. Almost to the point where I see why you wouldn't want to eat more than three, because it's like, hits yeah. you in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, Pablo. Shout out Subway. I think you did a great job compared to $9 cookies. At, uh, <clears throat> you know, guys, sometimes when I'm working out really hard, there's not a lot of options, and I'm just ready to just destroy food. I will pull up in Subway, and I will get a dozen chocolate chips and just go to town. And uh, I'm like that with uh, donuts as well. I mean, I will pull up to Krispy Kreme and I will just destroy 
raspberry filled donuts Holy and I will shit. destroy regular glaze. Do you know how many calories is in a single glazed donut? A, not enough for me to give a f- Take a guess. Uh, 400. Pablo, what do you think? Uh, 600. 190. It's a healthy snack, guys. Not now, bad. Now, the problem is, <laughs> you ever ate one of them motherfuckers at the same time? But yeah, 190 calories in one. I've never eaten one. Mm-mm. It's impossible. You eat a whole dozen. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what 190 times 12 is, but it's over 1,200. It's almost a full day, a day's worth of uh, calories. So, anyway, um, whatever you're doing this weekend, just keep in mind. Stay safe. Stay safe.